welcome everybody i'm your girl cynthia but you know you can call me gigs and you're listening to the new show right here on active fm the best online station ever so today's lineup is awesome we've got some incredible news in the hear all about it segment and for the truth behind for the next 10 weeks we'll be looking at the 10 worst countries to be a christian in and today's country rating at number 10 is india so stay tuned for that and for the discussion panel we'll be speaking about the issue with christian persecution but before we go into an amazing show, remember you can catch us on Iona FM. So if you go on to Iona FM, just search for Active FM and you'll find all the hot shows there. Um, you can find us on Facebook forward slash Active FM triple seven, on Instagram at Active FM triple seven, and on Twitter at Active FM. And you can go on to our website, www.activefm.co.za. And if you find yourself in South Africa, make yourself to Johannesburg and make your way to the Active Church, where we've got the free Active FM Wi-Fi, where you can download as many shows as you want. But before we start with the new show, here's some awesome music to kickstart your afternoon. Hi, this is Natasha from Open Doors Underground, the youth ministry for Open Doors South Africa, and you are listening to Active. FM. Thank you. 
up everybody christ music is definitely hot music i kid you not how awesome were those tracks so let's get into the news for general news president cyril ramaphosa against xenophobic attacks south african president cyril ramaphosa is asking law enforcement agencies to identify and prosecute those involved in recent attacks on immigrants in the country Hundreds of foreigners were forced from their homes and some of their businesses were looted by angry protesters in Durban City in the past week. Some of the immigrants took refuge in police stations and mosques, according to local media reports. Several Malawian immigrants fled as protests in KwaZulu-Natal province turned violent, with demonstrators claiming that immigrants had taken jobs and businesses meant for citizens. Ramaphosa condemned the attacks Monday and said there was no justification for criminality. The anti-immigrant violence comes as South Africa celebrates 25 years of freedom post-apartheid, the president said, adding that the country owes its freedom to the support of other African countries. African development depends on the increased movement of people, goods and services between different countries for all of us to benefit. We will not allow criminals to set back these processes, President Ramaphosa said. South Africa's Minister of International Relations, Lindiwe Sisulu, and the Minister of Police also had an urgent meeting with ambassadors from other African countries to address the security issues that arose from the attacks. 
So the xenophobia attacks are getting worse, but uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa is basically doing something about it. Going into Russian news, President Vladimir Putin on Tuesday put forward an ambitious program to secure Russia's foothold in the Arctic, including efforts to build new ports and other infrastructure facilities and expand an ice-breaking fleet. Speaking at the Arctic Forum in St. Petersburg, attended by leaders of Finland, Iceland, Norway and Sweden, sorry, Putin said that in Russia plans to dramatically increase cargo shipments across the Arctic sea route. He said that the amount of cargo carried across the ship lane is said to increase from 20 million metric tons, tons last year to 80 million tons in 2025. This is a realistic, well-calculated and concrete task, Putin said. We need to make the northern sea route safe and commercially, commercially feasible. He noted that Russia he, no he noted that Russia, the only nation with a nuclear icebreaker fleet, is moving to expand it. Russia currently has four nuclear icebreakers, and Putin said that three new such ships are currently under construction. By 2035, Russia stands to have a fleet of 13 heavy icebreakers heavy icebreakers, including nine nuclear-powered ones, he said. The Russian, the Russian leader said that Russia plans to expand the ports on both sides of the Arctic shipping route, Murmansk on the Kola Peninsula and Petropavlovsk. The Russian leader said that Russia plans to ex expand the ports on both sides of the Arctic shipment route and invite foreign companies to invest in the construction uh, project. Other ports and infrastructure facilities along the route will also be upgraded and expanded, he said. Going into politics, Israel elections. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu appeared headed toward re-election early Wednesday as close to complete unofficial results. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu appeared headed toward re-elections early Wednesday as close to complete unofficial results showed him pulling ahead of his main competitor in a tight race seen as a referendum on the long-serving leader. With the victory, Netanyahu, who captured a fourth conservative term overall, which this summer will make him Israel's longest ever serving leader. Re-election will give him an important boost as he braces for the likelihood of criminal charges in a series of corruption scandals. The election outcome affirmed Israel's continued tilt to the right and further dimmed hopes of a negotiated solution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. In the final stretch of the campaign, Netanyahu had for the first time pledged to annex parts of the occupied West Bank in a desperate bid to rally his right-wing base. Annexation would snuff out the last flicker of hope for Palestinian statehood. Looking at the Brexit news, European leaders will decide on Wednesday whether to grant the UK another extension to its departure from the bloc. This meeting is due to take place on Friday the 12th of April. The EU's 28 leaders, including Prime Minister Theresa May, are heading to Brussels for an emergency summit de dedicated to Brexit. This after May asked the bloc for a second delay to the UK's departure. The summit begins at 5pm London time and May will formally present her case for requesting a short delay to Brexit until the 30th of June. Asking for the option to leave if a deal is agreed by the UK Parliament before then. 
it's widely expected that the UK will be granted a longer, flexible extension with conditions attached. However, according to an invitation letter sent to EU leaders by European Council President Donald Tusk on Tuesday. The NC's Integrity Committee has concluded the review of its nominated candidates to the National Assembly and provision legislatures, but it is unclear if any controversial names will be removed from the list. Integrity Committee Chairperson George Mashamba said on Tuesday that the committee uh, referred the names to the ANC's National Executive Committee on Monday. The elders concluded the process on Monday following a meeting on Saturday, he said. Mashamba declined to say if any names had been red flagged and only mentioned that the NEC may want to come back to us. The ANC has been heavily criticized over its candidate list, even within its own ranks, and party Stalwarts have called upon those implicated in corruption and other forms of wrongdoing to step aside. Going into the market, South Africa taps ex-Alexandra Forbes CEO to rebuild the tax agency. South African President Cyril Ramaphosa chose the former chief executive officer of the country's largest insurance and retirement fund advisor to restore his tax agency which has missed annual sorry which has missed annual collection targets each year since 2015 Edward, sorry, Edward Kiswetter is being tasked with rebuilding skills and trust in the South African Revenue Service after a commission of inquiry found the previous permanent commissioner had dismantled the institution through mismanagement and alleged corruption under Ramaphosa's uh, predecessor. The agency faces a 42.8 billion rand, which is $3 billion shortfall in the year through March after weak economic growth resulted in lower than expected tax collections. Standard & Poor's global rating is counting on the ANC to continue with policy reforms after the 8th of May election and this is why there is a stable outlook on SA's credit ratings. Standard & Poor's counting on ANC. Standard & Poor's global rating is counting on the ANC to continue with policy reforms after the 8th of May election. And this is why there is stable outlook on SA's credit ratings. The best case scenario is that the African National Congress wins and continues with the reforms that it started. Sovereign analysis Gardner said on Tuesday at a conference in Johannesburg, reforms will encourage investment. S&P cut South Africa's debt assessment to sub-investment grade in April 2017 after former President Jacob Zuma changed the cabinet and appointed a new financial minister and deputy minister. After Cyril Ramaphosa replaced Zuma as the, ANC, as the leader of the ANC and the country has taken steps to root out mismanagement at state firms such as Power Utility, ESCOM Holdings, SOC, LTD, and pledged policy reforms to boost economic growth and lure investments. SNP has in, in the past highlighted slow growth and rising government debt as risks to the credit rating. 
While the pace of expansion still remains a concern, the company sees the growth rate doubling to 1.6% this year on improved terms of trade resuccet. Our investment remains South Africa's Achilles heel, and if that changes, the economy could expand by more than 2% in the coming years. S&P rates South Africa's foreign currency debt at BB two levels below investment grade, and its rand-dominated obligations one step higher. The central bank's role in anchoring inflammation, the flexible exchange rate, and the role of an independent judiciary help to support Trump order aims to stop states from blocking pipelines. President Donald Trump will, in, will issue an executive order that aims to prevent states from blocking pipelines and other energy infrastructure by using authority granted to them under the Clean Water Act. Senior administration officials on Tuesday previewed the action and several others which are contained in two executive orders that Trump will sign during a trip to Texas on Wednesday. They are the latest in a series of, of executive orders by Trump meant to roll back energy regulations and promote fossil fuel development. The new executive order presents a shot from the White House in the ongoing battle between Beltway Republicans and Democratic governors opposing to fossil fuel developments in their states. It has been anticipated for nearly three months and is expected to be challenged in court. The state powers are laid out in federal law and the presidential order cannot override them, some lawyers and energy analysts have said. Looking at the currencies, the rand to the dollar is trading at 14 rand and, and 9 cents and has gone down by 0.04%. The rand to the euro is trading at 15 rand and 87 cents and has not changed at all. The rand to the pound is trading at 18 rand and 40 cents and has gone down by 0.05%. And the bitcoin to the rand is 73,864 and has gone up by 0.32%. If you look at the market, JSC All Share is trading at 57,838 and has gone down by 0.25%. DJIA uh, is trading at 26,150.58 and has gone down by 0.72%. The oil is trading at $71.06 and has gone down by 0.27%. And gold is trading at $1,302 and has gone down by 0.14%. That's it for this segment. If you have more to say or would like to know more about the headlines, please do comment on the Instagram post either on the ActiveFM Instagram, which is at ActiveFM777, or my personal Instagram at Cynthia underscore gigs. Remember you can catch us at on our website www.activefm.co.za. You can catch us on Twitter at ActiveFM and you can catch catch us on Facebook forward slash ActiveFM triple seven and on Instagram again at ActiveFM triple seven. That's burning deep in my soul. Maybe there's a fire in my heart. Maybe there's a fire in my bones. Maybe there's a battle. It's being fought within me With one side telling me to stay The other side telling me to leave Don't
I have worshipped idols and taken your name in vain Have not kept the Sabbath holy in anything Dishonored my mom and father about a thousand times Committed murder and tried to put it all out my mind Fornicated, even coveted my neighbor's wife I've stolen, I've lied and caused a gang of strife I've even coveted the lifestyle of the upper class To the point I poisoned my people and did it just for cash Oh, I'm wicked in my mind my sinful nature, I'm a slave I'm repenting for my grimy ways So please give me a sign I'm safe oh, Whatever it takes to bring my dead spirit back to life Don't wanna wait till tomorrow, need you to act tonight And Lord, I'm so sorry I ain't been acting right But I'm ready to bow, just bring me back to Christ Lord, I'm gonna get it together Yes, I promise I will Make sure I'm living it better Yes, I honestly will I make a promise to God I'm gonna be honest to God Yes, I make a promise to God No matter what happens, I'll be honest with God Yeah, I'm gonna get it together Yes, I promise I will Gonna make sure I'm living it better Yes, I honestly will uh, I made a promise to God uh, I'm gonna be honest to God I made a promise to God I'll be honest with God I'm gonna get it together Yes, I promise I will Gonna make sure I'm living it better Yes, I honestly will I make a promise to God I'm gonna be honest to God Yes, I made a promise to God No matter what happens, I'll be honest with God We'll be going through the top 10, not top 10, but the 10 worst places to be a Christian in today's times. And at number 10, we have um, we have India. But before we go into that, the list that I'm going through is compiled by an organization known as Open Doors. And they, they've titled the list the World Watch List. So I'm basically going to give you a brief history about the World Watch List and why Open Doors and how they basically started the, the whole list. So now Open Doors has been monitoring the worldwide uh, persecution of Christians since the 1970s. The World Watch List methodology that gradually evolved during the 1980s and 1990s and was comprehensively revised in 2012 by Open Doors Research Unit. World Watch Research, WWR, provided greater credibility, transparency, objectivity, and academic quality. Further refinements are regularly made. The World Watch List, also known as WWL, defines a Christian as anyone who self-identifies as a Christian and or someone belonging to a Christian community and as defined by the church, church's historic creeds. 
Sorry, while persecution is defined as any hostility experienced from the world because of one's identification with Christ, this can include hostile attitudes, words, and actions towards Christian. The WWL methodology uh, distinguishes two main expressions of the persecution. The first expression is known as squeeze, the pressure Christians experience in all areas of life, and smash, which is just plain violence. While smash can be measured and tracked through the reporting of concrete incidents, squeeze is documented by discerning how Christian life and witness is placed under pressure in five specific spheres of life. The five spheres are your private life, your family life, your life in the community, your national life, and the church sphere. So now how is this list compiled? After a series of initial research inquiries, a questionnaire consisting of 84 questions annually covering the reporting period of the 1st of November to the 31st of October is filled out by open doors, field staff and networks in countries experiencing persecution. The complete questionnaires are cross-checked by input from external experts. Scores are calculated for each of the spheres of life with variables being taken into account. For instance, persecution can be worse for some categories of Christians than others, or much worse in some parts of a country than in others. Also, the intensity and frequency of persecution are taken into consideration. After this process, different persecution engines, uh, uh, persecution drivers, and a distinct persecution pattern becomes visible for analysis. An audit is made by IIRF to confirm that all results have been calculated according to the World Watch List methodology. Final score is calculated for each country, which is then used to determine the order of countries from which position 1 to 50 on Open Door's annual World Watch list. The World Watch list scores makes possible a detailed comparison of Christian life in the listed countries. The most important reason for ranking countries is to be able to present a complex reality to the broader public. However, the World Watch list rankings must always be viewed in conjunction with the corresponding countries' persecution dynamics, which explains the particulars of the persecution situation. So that's basically how they compile the World Watch list and the methodology behind it and the, a, a short brief history behind the World Watch list. So instead of us looking at all 50 countries, for the next 10 weeks, we'll be looking at the 10 worst countries, starting at number 10. And like I said, number 10 is India. India is in the region of South Asia. The leader is Prime Minister Narendra Modi. It has a population of 1,354,052,000 people living in India. The Christian percentage of, of those people is only 5%. The main religion is Hinduism. The type of government is a federal parliamentary republic, and it ranks, like I said, number 10 on the World Watch list. The score is 83. It previously ranked, meaning the last time they, they, they produced the World Watch list, it ranked at number 11, meaning that the situations basically got worse. And the previous score out of the all 84 questions that they asked was 81 and has gone up to 83, basically. And what's happening in India? There are groups in India working towards Hindutva, a process to make Indian rule exclusively Hindu. 
and in some areas it's illegal to convert to Christianity. So what this basically means is that there's a group of people in India that are working towards, so probably in the in the government, where they're working towards making it entirely illegal for people to be Christians in the country. Those who do convert are often attacked or even killed. Churches are regularly monitored and disrupted. Police officers rarely intervene when Christians are persecuted, meaning that the government and basically the police and all these people that are supposed to protect the people if you're not a hindu or if you're not in one of the religions there then they basically kill you and attack you and yeah that's that's the truth behind india now we're going to the, the 10 worst countries to be a christian in i thought we would discuss um christian perse persecution and what christian persecution is basically now if you look at christian persecution a lot of people don't see it as a problem. A lot of people don't notice it or the news will not broadcast the fact that a situation was or a bombing of a church or something like that was to do with Christian persecution. For instance, a few years ago, there was a video that was put out on YouTube where a group of terrorists basically had a line of guys and they cut off all their heads and they basically said the blood of these people are going into Europe and all this stuff. And the media has put it as another thing and if you actually look at the truth behind that whole video and stuff it has to do with christian persecution those people whose heads were cut off were basically christians so i'm just going to go into the meaning of persecution now persecution is hostility and ill treatment especially because of a race or political or religious belief it's oppression persecution is a systematic mistreatment of an individual or group by another individual or group. So now we're basically looking at that in Christian terms. Now Jesus also defines the word for us in Luke 6 verse 22 using four verbs. He says, blessed are you when men hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and uh, reject your name as evil because of the son of man. Note that it is Jesus so it is Jesus in you who is the reason for and the target of persecution. In Romans 8 verse 17, the Apostle Paul tells us, Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his suffering in order that we may also share in his glory. So when we share in Jesus' suffering, which is hatred, exclusion, insults and rejection, we become heirs who will also share in his glory. The four verbs, I'll repeat them again, hatred, exclusion, insults and rejection can be experienced in varying degrees of intensity. Now unfortunately many Christians today operate under the assumption that persecution is a part of the church's past. So a lot of Christians, especially in open countries, don't really understand or really experience persecution and a lot of us Christians believe that hey, it's a thing of the past, it doesn't really happen anymore. The whole crucifying upside down, boiling the person in, in hot oil and stuff like that is not something that happens in the modern times. And it's also because of media. Media will not will not give news coverage and say that, hey, this is Christian persecution happening. Hey, this is what's happening in Syria. Hey, this is what's happening in India and stuff like that. They will not broadcast such things. The truth is that there are members of the body of Christ that currently face severe persecution and restrictions because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every day of every year and on every continent, men and women face persecution because of their belief in Jesus 
Christ. So now here are a few examples of the kind of persecutions uh, Christians face today. The first kind is physical and verbal abuse. So you'll find that people will be beaten up, people will be spoken to harshly because they are Christians and a lot of this happens in a lot of the close countries. You'll find it happening in open countries but it won't be, it won't happen, it won't happen to the same magnitude that it would happen in a closed country. So for instance, in an open country, you could go to a school and because you're Christian, people will basically exclude you or they will call you not smart. I actually, I was actually speaking to someone this one day and she goes to a Christian, a Christian school. And because she goes to a Christian school here in South Africa, uh, the, the curriculum that they do is different. Obviously, it's a Bible-based uh, curriculum, and the books that they read for English and stuff like that are, are, are Bible-based books or Christian books, if I can put it that way. And I remember she was telling me that she's finishing high school soon, and she needs to go look through university. And when she was looking for universities and stuff, they actually told her that she needs to write a psych test because she's a Christian and she went to a Christian school. That's a form of verbal abuse. Basically, you're telling the person that they're not smart enough because they're Christian and they studied through a Christian curriculum. And the next thing is imprisonment. In a lot of countries and a lot of close countries, and we'll, we will be seeing this as we're going through the 10 countries, is that a lot of people are put to prison if they do not uh, denounce the name of Jesus or if they do not turn away from Christianity and stuff like that. Another thing is kidnappings where a lot of people will be kidnapped. So if there's a pastor in, the, in a certain village in a country or if there's a pastor somewhere or a family member will be kidnapped as an example basically or they'll, they'll be kidnapped and, and placed in horrible conditions so that they can denounce the name of Jesus. The next thing is bribes and this will be done to a lot of pastors as well where they'll bribe them and say that hey I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand rand or whatever currency uh, that country has and they'll be like um if I give you this money, do not speak about that and stuff. Uh, when we're looking at India earlier on, one of the things I mentioned is that the churches will be monitored. That's what they'll basically do. They'll tell you, you can't speak about this, you can't speak about that, I'll give you this amount of money. I remember watching a movie where because of a certain situation, is it God's not dead or do you believe? I'm not really sure what movie that was. But I remember there was a situation that happened in this movie and because of that, a law was passed. The pastors needed to start bringing their sermons so that they could be monitored and stuff. So you'll find that a lot of people will take uh, will give bribes to a pastor so that they don't speak about certain issues and stuff or they'll give bribes to little kids or, or other people so that they denounce the name of Jesus. The next is deportation. So if you're not from a country and a lot of closed countries do this, so if you're not from that country and you, you enter the country with the Bible or you enter the country because you want to speak the word of God and stuff like that, they will actually deport you and send you back to your country of origin. Destruction of property. So this is where you find that they burn churches, they burn uh, they burn people's houses and things like that, not caring who's in the houses, but they'll actually they'll cause destruction of your belongings and stuff so that you denounce the name of Jesus or as an example to the rest of the community. Uh, the fines, uh, this also has to do with a lot of people that come from other countries that want to speak the gospel to a closed country, so they'll be fined and deported. Um, a lot of people also get fines if even if you're in the country and stuff, torture this happens in a lot of extremely close countries where christians actually get tortured and 
yeah get hurt because they are Christian basically and the last one which is the worst of all is murder and this is where a Christian now becomes a martyr and yes to the public eye yes to modern day society or it looks at something oh my gosh they killed a person because of his religion but to those Christians it's something that's actually awesome because they know that they're dying because they love Christ they're dying because they're doing the will of God so those are the different kinds of persecutions that Christians face today and and it's really horrible to know that, hey, listen, I might die for my faith or because I believe in Christ, I'm, this might happen and things like that. But through all of this, these Christians in the persecuted countries, through all of this, the church is actually still growing. And you're finding that a lot of these countries where they say, for instance, like India, there's 5%. Uh, you'll find that there's actually more Christians that are underground and they contract them down. So that's something awesome, knowing that the church is still growing and the gospel is still being spread out to all corners of the earth. And that, yeah, that's basically it. If you have more to say about it, like I say, you can comment on the Active FM post on Instagram at Active FM 777 or you can go to my personal Instagram, Cynthia underscore Geeks, and you can comment on the post about Christian persecution. I would really love to hear what you have to say. And yeah, let's talk more about this Christian persecution. Let's talk more about have you experienced, have you gone through any of these uh, kinds of persecution that I went through today? Uh, what what have you gained out of that experience and all of that? So I really want to hear what you have to say. But yeah, we have come to the end of the show. But it's been real. Like I say, Active FM is amazing. And we have crazy awesome shows. Uh, we have a show like What's the Topic that airs every Monday at 6 p.m. And his latest show is on John Legend. We also have a sh an amazing show called Food for Thought, which airs on Wednesday, 12 p.m. And the latest show is titled Planning Dreams into Reality. So, I mean, those are two awesome. If you want to know more about John Legend, just listen to what's the topic. And if you want to know about planning your dreams into reality and how can you actually become the person that you've always dreamed of becoming, listen to Food for Thought every Wednesday at 12 p.m. And yeah, I, it's been an amazing show. We've gone through Christian persecution and the definition of Christian persecution. I've told you about the 10th worst country to be in as a Christian, which is India. We've gone through amazing politic news. We've gone through general news. We've gone through markets and stuff. So it's been an amazing show. And remember, you can catch us on Iona FM. If you go onto Iona FM and search Active FM, you'll find all the amazing shows there. You can catch us on Facebook forward slash ActiveFM777, on Instagram at ActiveFM777, and on Twitter at ActiveFM. And you can also go onto our website www.activefm.ca.za and if you find yourself in Johannesburg, South Africa make your way to the Active Church where we have the free Active FM Wi-Fi for you to download as many shows as you want. Like I said I'm your girl Cynthia but you can call me Gigs and I'm signing out. Jesus will stay. The exceptional new active worship album, As Above, So Below, is out. Get your very own copy on iTunes.
also available on Spotify, Deezer, Apple Music, and so much more.
Holy Spirit. 